0: Hello, you're very welcome to If I Were the Minister for Education from Nash, Special episode, GRMA? Thanks, but no thanks. Make people say thank you to people working in schools over the last number of months. The idea is that at 11 o'clock on Friday morning, uh, this is the same time I'm actually releasing this podcast, uh, I usually re- uh, release them on 5.59 on a Friday, but uh, I'm going uh, for 11 o'clock in celebration of this special episode. Everyone is being asked to play some sort of video where, uh, that they've produced, so it's not any, uh, like any video that we want, a video that they've produced where various people are going to thank teachers, SNAs, secretaries, caretakers and anyone else who works in the school. Eh, Perhaps possibly principals too. Uh, Some of you might have seen that RTE produced a sample of this uh, GRMA day uh, when the Air Corps recorded a bunch of school kids holding up signs which spelt GRMA if you look down from the sky. Now, the idea of this was the brainchild of teacher organisations. The IPPN, the NAPD, second-level unions, and okay, maybe not an educational organisation, but a partner, the NPC, the National Parents' Council. And note, the INTO are not listed. Now, I'll come back to that at the end. To me, having a set of education stakeholders creating a day where people are being asked to thank people working in education kind of reminds me of, do you know, when you're having an argument with someone, and that someone basically tells you in the middle, to just, just, would you just say sorry? And now, you know, the argument probably isn't going your way uh, because they're asking you to say sorry. But, you and you know you probably should just say sorry and that would be it. But because you've just been told to say sorry, there's absolutely no way in hell you're going to say sorry. You know, and, and in similarity with thank you, being told to say thank you. You're, you're unlikely to really want to say thank you if you're told. I mean, think, <laughs> I don't know, if any of you have kids and you give them something and they don't say thank you and you say, hey, hey, are you going to say thank you? They don't overjoyously say thank you. It's kind of like a, thanks. Anyway, patting oneself on the back and thanking yourself is a lovely exercise to me in ego. and that, And it does work for a lot of people. I mean, generally those who are actually in positions of power or maybe in politics where they thank themselves for doing great things. But ultimately at the end of the day, it's empty, absolutely empty. And what feels so much better and genuine is when someone outside of your circle organises an event to show their appreciation. I mean, for example, it's likely you lit a candle to show your support of nurses in the early days of the uh, pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic. I uh, I mean, the question I ask is, did the nurses' union organise this? No, of course they didn't. However, despite all that, I'm going to embrace the day, okay? And I'm going to do a GRMA special episode. And by the time we get to the end, um, despite me giving out for the first half hour, I will thank someone. Look, I'll admit, I'm, I'm not a fan of these appreciation initiatives. I, I really found it very hard to kind of understand what lighting a candle for nurses actually did to help nurses. Um, And I suppose, and I suppose to back myself up a little bit, most of us saw last week with uh, student nurses um, being paid, when it actually came down to it, it did actually mean nothing. And even putting on Pascal or Pascal Donoghue, who who's a very impressive uh, TD, to be fair to him. Um, he was saying that, look, the reason for it was, you know, we have, we'd have we have to look at the whole public sector. We couldn't just pay if we just paid the student nurses. We'd have to look at all students. We'd have to look at that, you know, where we'd have to look at all public sector workers, you know. And if we engaged in paying the student nurses, you know, that, that would be problematic. It ended up meaning nothing. Um, after the news yesterday, that um, or during the week, that you know they've agreed to give a pay rise to judges, other public sector worker, you know. Anyway, the thing is, I do, I actually get it. I do understand why people want to show their appreciation by doing something, sim- even if it's symbolic. I mean, for me, it's like the whole. Th- I call it the thoughts and prayers syndrome. Um, I, I'm sure I'm not the only person to call it this, but it's it's the thoughts and prayers. Syndrome is probably the best word, yeah. And you know when there's a, like a massive disaster in the world or even something more local like a murder-suicide and what you see is uh, people on social media, mainly on Facebook, typing in their comments sending thoughts and prayers and usually with some sort of emoji like a broken heart or the high-five one that people think is a praying emoji but anyway. And, and like I'm actually not being critical of this. You know, I'm, I I, I'm not, I don't think it's a terrible thing to do. It, it helps people. I mean, it does help people. Um, it helps the people who are Sending the thoughts and prayers to maybe get through the trauma or the shock or whatever it might be. But it doesn't do anything for the people who have died or who are suffering. But as I said, it makes the person who's typed in the emojis feel they've done something without actually doing anything. And again, I'm not trying to be judgmental about that. I don't mind that they're not doing anything because sometimes, you know, we can't do something. You know, and maybe just typing something into a social media comment might might be okay, you know, it, it shows solidarity perhaps and, you know, that's it doesn't do any harm, let me put it that way I get it, I mean, it's not for me particularly, but I get it but the thing is, doing that alone you know, just putting in thoughts and prayers sort of things or lighting a candle doesn't actually help if you just do that on your own and before you say it, I I, know, <laughs> I do realise me doing this podcast does nothing to help anyone either you know, I mean, I I get that too. Um, you know, as I say to people, you know, some people pay for therapy. I speak into a microphone for half an hour, um, and uh, if other people are listening to it, that's great. But going back to the candle lighting and the applause at the doors that they were doing in the UK, it essentially it does nothing. But I, as I said, I totally understand the potential show of solidarity. But it's and um, if it makes people feel good, why not go for it? I think it's absolutely super. So what's the difference, then, you might ask, with me not being too happy with this GRMA Day? Clearly, from the title, I'm not happy with GRMA Day. Uh, By the way, GRMA Day stands for Gur of Mahagut. And surely, the same logic applies, really. You know, I mean, it makes sense. It's entirely meaningless, yes. But isn't it nice for us school workers to be thanked? And shouldn't we simply be grateful for some sort of a level of acknowledgement of what we've been doing for the last nine months since uh, school buildings closed down in March? And just let me explain why I don't think so in this particular case. And and there's nothing personal about this in any way. I I, I don't mind who organise it really, uh, particularly. I mean, the people behind it, it's about the organisations more so than the people in the organisations. But there's nothing personal about my critique of this scheme because. I actually think I understand why it hasn't actually gone down well in general. I mean, it's it's not, you know, it's not capturing the imagination of the public. And I know a lot of principals are extremely annoyed um, about it. And quite a number of teachers who are just, they're actually not even aware of it. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I I, I I do think I understand why it hasn't gone down well, unlike some other of these appreciation gesture days, like the lighting of the candles and all that. Just think about a time. I suppose, and this I'm. I'm going to try it this way. Think about a time that someone genuinely thanked you. Now, it could have been a parent of a child you were teaching. It could have been your principal after you did something out of the ordinary, and it could have possibly been a friend who offered you some advice. Um, you know, it, it it feels good. You know, it feels really good to get thanked. You see, people in power, and uh, generally people in power, politics, those kind of areas, though they generally don't get thanked. You know, I think that's reasonable too. You know, think about the last time you thanked your principal, or if you're not in a school, your boss, or your local TD, you know, and so on. People rarely thank people in positions of power. And it's a really nice feeling to be thanked. And when it does happen, it's a very rare occasion it does happen, it does feel good. But unfortunately, and you know, rightly or wrongly, it doesn't happen. And to get that feeling, people in power probably have to thank themselves in a way. Now, I don't mean they look in the mirror in the morning and say, "Thank you, <laughs> thank you very much." No, I, I and I promise you, I don't do that. Uh, just just for the record. And um, what they tend to do is they tell other people about all the good things they've just done. So, uh, like, listen to any radio interview with a politician, for example. I mean. You know, even, you know, they're, they're like, what they'll do is they'll talk about all the things they've done in the past. And let me get back to that. Um, but not even politicians. Like, think of um, leaders of organisations. You mean know, like, even think today, you'll have, um, you had the INTO thanking themselves, basically. I mean, I, 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 and, and hear me out in this one. Because what they've done is they put up, they put up a, a, a release saying you know a few, a few a few days ago or a few weeks ago i think it was a few days before uh before i'm recording this saying that we want we want principal we sorry we want uh teachers and and to have priority for the COVID 19 vaccination and uh, then the list came out and basically um teachers are somewhere down the bottom uh, in the priority list and what they did was the inco did was they basically said We got them on the priority list uh, for access to the COVID uh, vaccine. Now, we're 11th out of 14 uh, on the priority list. Uh, uh, I I, I I think there's 14 main uh, 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 places. We're 11th. 11th out of 14. So there's three less than us. And they basically said, yes, we're very happy and, you know, that we've uh, got got teachers on 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 the list, like way down the list. It's not something to be thanked for. You know, if they got us, now like, I'm not saying we should be top of the list uh, or anything like that. I mean, obviously, there's the, the, we're 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 not the number one priority, but we're certainly nowhere, we're nowhere else that we would have been, without the union. We're in the very place we would have been even if the union didn't exist. You know, it's it's kind of like celebrating because you're a football team that finished in the bottom half of the table at the end of the season, kind of like Burnley or West Ham or someone like that these days. Um, it's you know. And while I'm on football analogies, you know, I kind of give out about them. (laughs) I give out a lot about the INCO, as as you know if you listen to this. But I'm often reminded when I do that, I wasn't around back in the dark days of the 1980s when, if it weren't for the union and then they list, you know, all the glorious things I did. But to me, that's the equivalent of Oldham Athletic. Still looking for accolades because thirty years ago they came. They were third in the old First Division at the time. I mean, they're they're now in the depths of the bottom of League Two, struggling for survival in the league. But I mean, imagine them still clinging on to the memory that they were once a top team in the, in the UK. You know, this is the thing. There's um, there's no um, there's no excusing for that. You know, you know, you you have to be judged on what you do now. And um, I mean, that's my 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 a bit of a I suppose sidetracking anything to give a football analogy I suppose but you know there's when we go back to the uh, politicians though. there's countless examples I mean I suppose I'm thinking during the COVID-19 I mean do you, I mean, just have to remember Joe McHugh and Norma Foley with uh, going on I mean then there wasn't a sentence where they didn't talk about uh, achieving significant investments into schools and all that kind of stuff even though they were just simply doing the absolute bare minimum to ensure that schools would be open and to be honest they didn't even do that they didn't even get the bare minimum and even you know, you know. I mean, they, 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 they thats their way of thanking themselves. You know, look what we did. You know, I'm great. And and I, it's almost like they're waiting for someone to say thank you. And luckily, they have other politicians to do that for them. And uh, you know, and so like even when they don't do anything, they thank each other. You know, the one that jumps out at me, uh, for example, is when Forsa, uh, the uh, the trade union that uh, represents secretaries and SNAs and quite a few, well, they got a massive win uh, for the secretaries a few weeks ago. Um, for, for getting, I mean, basically treating them with a bit of dignity uh, and getting regularising their pay and, and a pathway towards an agreement for that. And all the Fianna Fáil politicians started congratulating Norma Foley despite the fact that she didn't do anything. She actually did nothing. And and actually worse, she actually had opposed regularising secretary pay only about a week before that. You know, this is the thing. You know, I'm, I just get baffled by... Uh, you know this this idea i get it you know i mean i totally understand why this happens because you know thanking is a really special thing to do but anyway outside of politics in our education system going back um it's just i was talking about the the into there and the response to the vaccine but just all just generally uh, in the last couple of years certainly in the last few years the, and, and i'm calling the, the boys because it's mainly these men uh, leading these organisations I mean there's very few women um, leading these organisations and um, they're also media trained now that they're doing they're just doing all the same sort of spin they're they're not um you know this I, we're great we're great they're spinning everything so people would say whoa thank you or well done you know for example they're all aping the exact same language telling us how busy they've been during COVID-19 and welcoming the most bizarre things from each other. I mean, honestly, nonsense. I mean, when the the Department of Education were announcing things about the reopening of schools, I mean, some of the organisations were, I mean, horrendously um, spinning it into positivity when, when it wasn't. And the trouble is, you know, that's all fine, but it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. And if a thank you is contrived, it's very easy to see through it. And that's the, this is, I suppose, the point I'm trying to get through. A real thank you doesn't need a day dedicated to it. You know, and I, I suppose what I want to do, uh, you know, I mean, that's my first point. but I want to try and do is I want to look at a few different forms of thank yous because I think there's thank yous and then there's thank yous, uh, to quote uh, or paraphrase a Simpsons quote as I often do in this. So just let me go back a few minutes um in this podcast to the feeling you felt when someone thanks you. So let's say when a parent thanks you as a teacher for something you've done, there's a really, really nice feeling about it. Remember, you know, I, I, you know as I said, it rarely happens. And if you're a principal or a teacher or another member of staff, you know, thanks you for something, it's that same feeling. And I, I, I honestly think it's the idea that you've been noticed for something you've done, you know, or maybe that something you've done has had an impact on you or on your career, or on just even something small. However, I wonder, does it work the other way around? You know, as a teacher, when you thank your class for doing something well, you know, well done everybody, that was great. I mean, do the children expect a reward or a treat for it? You know, maybe they do, you know, like getting a thanks, maybe they expect a reward, and maybe they don't. I don't know, i mean, just asking the question. But they probably don't have the same glowy feeling if it was a vice versa situation, I mean, they'll they, they feel it'll be okay. Like they'll feel they will get a, a warm feeling. Oh, they ah, oh, the teacher said thank you to us all. Um, that's that's really nice, but it's not individualized. I'd say let's let's think of a principle. Let's say thank you, sending a thank you email to the staff because that might be more realistic because you know. Children, teacher-children relationship might not be the best analogy. But let's look at the, a principal sending a thank you email to all of the staff. I don't know, at the end of the term. So you might get one at the end of the term. And you know what? Yeah, it, it, it's probably appreciated, I'd imagine. So if I went off and typed in, you know, dear everybody, you know, I just want to say thank you for everything you've done all through the term. It's been a mad year, blah, 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 blah and, you know, all the best, and so on. I think it would be appreciated. And someone might go, like, ah, oh, that was nice. Um, but I'm not sure if it would give the same glowy feeling as it would, if the principal actually came down to you personally and thanked you for something specific you actually did in the school, rather than that generic email to everybody. And however, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't—it feels bad or anything like that. I mean, it probably feels okay. But just let me add one more variable to this scenario. What if you found out that the only reason your principal had written you a thank you email, written not you, the staff, a thank you email? was because the chairperson had told him, or her, to to write it. How would you feel then? Okay? So you're getting an email, thank you so much for everything, but then you find out that they wouldn't have done it only for their chairperson had asked them to do it. I don't think you'd feel as good. And this lies in, and I think that's where the problem lies with this GRMA day. Essentially what's going to be happening is that a bunch of people will be saying thank you on a video after being asked to say thank you. And, you know, you can already guess who some of them will be. You know, I mean, and, and you know, I'm, I'm just skittin' here, really. I, I, I mean, for, I wouldn't be surprised to see Ryan Tuberty, for example. <laughs> but you see, the thing is, the difference now, and I'm picking Ryan Tuberty deliberately, because earlier in the year in June, he was really, really kind. Um, and what he did, he, he took it upon himself to record hundreds of personalised messages to six classes around the country while they were graduating, wishing them well. And he did that off his own back but in this case he didn't do that you know he he's had the chance to do that for teachers and he didn't so he was he, he no, i'm not saying he's going to be on this video gosh uh, i wonder uh, if he isn't my whole point is gone but anyway no it's not really because i've other examples but if he does do it it's just not the same because he didn't he hasn't done it like he had a really good chance let's say to do it on the toy show he never mentioned teachers at all on the toy show uh, uh I, I don't think so i don't remember i mean i've watched it and i don't think he he said you know he, he he said thank you to teachers or SNA's or people like that, and he could have done that, um, but he's done it. He he may he may do this now if he's on this video he'll do it because he was asked. It's different. Look, I also presume the people organising the day will be on the screens, um. I presume half of them will be reading their script. They won't be doing it from their hearts. It'll be written down and they will be uh, reading it. I presume will there'll there there's been pre-selected schools. Um, for this video where children, will be sh- well, individual children will be shouting Garimaga! to the camera, socially distanced of course and I presume there'll be some manager of a GAA county and I'm imagining it's probably a Cavan one or a Tipperary one because they defy the odds this year, just like you and um, yeah, wow, you know, it's been a long time since I've made a GAA reference in this podcast, but there you go, I did it I even knew Cavan and Tipperary punched above their weights. see how good I am Anyway, some of you, those people will be politicians too who won't be actually doing it because they actually want to thank you. They're going to be doing it to thank themselves, I think. And that makes it worse for me. I can't imagine if this does happen and there are politicians doing that, one of them won't be Micheál Martin Um, because he'll probably tell you how important you've been uh, in keeping schools safe and open and i can't do a cork accent actually i was going to try and uh, just, I, I, that, that would be tragic actually for this podcast for me to try and do such a thing And um, but he might even repeat what he said a few weeks ago when he said and he said it very clearly that teachers are also frontline workers but what he won't do is treat us like frontline workers and we've seen that from the covid19 vaccine thing we're not frontline workers we're not we're not We're not even close to being frontline workers, not even key workers. Um, uh, But anyway, despite the fact that schools are the fifth most dangerous place to be in terms of getting COVID-19, teachers still have to provide our own PPE and they never got access to the flu vaccine when it was there. still waiting for it. And when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccines, we're somewhere down the bottom, you know, which we were, you know, and as I said, it's empty, you know, and these people and I'm not being critical of them particularly as nice as they are to give up their time, and in fairness, they do deserve some thanks for going to the bother of this. I'm thanking them, maybe. They were asked by teachers to do this. This wasn't an idea dreamed up by members of the public, like, as I said, the lighting of the candles to support the nurses. This is a kind of slightly cringy thing that teachers are being asked to, you know, the teachers are, are being thanked by people who were asked by teachers to thank them. So it's kind of teachers thanking teachers. You know, we're thanking ourselves. You know, there's just something about this GRMA Day that doesn't feel natural. It feels like, an, like a pat on the back, like an empty thing. Um, But I mean, one funny thing, I suppose, about GRMA Day is that when it first uh, was announced lots of principals didn't actually know what it stood for um, I, I mean I'm not one for the tech speak um, myself uh, and um, but I mean I don't know I mean it, it, even with my own with my uh, I suppose limited uh, level of Guelga I knew GRMA stood for of Mahagut and I know some of them may have thought like some of them probably thought it was another initiative like GDPR and we'd end up having to come up with a brand new policy for some data protection due to COVID-19 or something oh no GRMA what does that stand for hopefully that's not another policy we have to do i could imagine but um uh, yeah i think uh, after a while we all figured out uh, what it was but anyway that's an aside another issue with this is that after the video is played okay they're going to play this 10 minute video what happens next and this is another big area for, of concern to me some of the organizations that have organized this were responsible for representing us for opening the schools and they and and, and and ensuring our conditions were uh, were safe and they didn't ensure that this happened in a safe or timely or properly funded manner. And th- some of these and many of them sit at the table with the ministers and they didn't criticise anything that they didn't produce. And um, they didn't criticise the fact they didn't produce goods on time. Never. I, every, I mean, it was August before the uh, the, the final plans were, were, were actually released uh, with, you know, a couple of weeks uh, of notice, you know, to, to completely change an entire system. And meanwhile, principals lost their entire summers, staff ended up having to teach in overcrowded rooms and being told to open their windows and wear extra layers providing their own PPE, children with additional needs continue to receive fewer and fewer resources. You know, I could go on, and none of these representative bodies called foul. When it's clear that the HSE and ENFET were fiddling with the figures of COVID-19 in school either. There is no statements or press releases or signs of any disappointment as time and time again schools have been basically screwed over. And whether that was the hand sanitiser debacles or whether it was the fact that primary schools received a third of the funding of secondary schools for minor works and half the funding for ICT, they said nothing. Not a thing. Not one thing. They didn't mention it. In fact, sorry, that might not be completely true, one of the organisations actually more or less defended the reason behind the discrepancy of the minor works grant. And now they want to say thank you. And we have to buy our own cakes. (laughs) And then what's going to happen? To me, the GRMA day, at my kindest, is an extremely poorly judged idea. By all means, if a group that didn't represent teachers had decided to do something like this, I'd like to think we would have appreciated it. Much like I'm sure the nurses might have appreciated the candles in the window. Yes, they'd have preferred better working conditions, but the fact that so many ordinary people outside of their workplace and outside of their general practice felt it was right to mark their appreciation in some sort of symbolic way must have at least given them a small bit of positivity. The GRMA Day, on the other hand, has been organised by teachers. And putting it bluntly, as I said, it's an ego trip. It's the equivalent of patting oneself on the back now I think I've used this cliche before in the last podcast. I'm getting fond of this uh, this this cliche, but it's 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 basically the same as you know the captains on the ship applauding people for rearranging chairs on the Titanic. Really, you know, I mean the system is terrible, and it's just it just you know it's it I don't know I maybe it's not a good analogy actually. I'm I'm having said that yeah I don't know it's it's just. I don't know, Some so uh, uh, an exercise in, in masturbation perhaps is, is probably a crude way of putting it. You know, it's lovely. Uh, it's a lovely feeling to be thanking yourself. But, you know, we don't need to have to, we don't have to watch it, you know. Gerv Day or Gereme Day could have been more interesting where people who had actually made significant positive differences to the education system despite COVID-19 could have been thanked. I mean, I'm thinking of people like Martina Bro, who no one would have heard of. Um, six months ago an ordinary person and an extraordinary person I might say who has uh, tirelessly charted the actual number of COVID-19 cases in schools and has put pressure on the authorities to be more honest about reporting cases in schools I'm talking about people like Andy Pike who I've actually highlighted in my reopening schools appreciation uh, episode Again, deserves more praise for actually being the person to lead secretaries closer to the regularised salary scheme not Norma Foley but Andy Pike the, uh, from Forsa deserves that praise people like Ray McInerney and the other education centre directors who are continuing despite um, not having any need to do so to give amazing supports to school in innovative ways they're giving us what we need um, and not what they think uh, we want absolute brilliant leadership again these are the types of people that of got day could have been uh, used but i know isolating people and uh, you know being specific about people can be very divisive and people inevitably get left out so maybe that isn't a good idea either uh, but it certainly would have been more genuine maybe giving i don't know some sort of recognition to certain individuals but you know as i said some people may not um, agree with uh, maybe my selections uh that's just three or four of them there if you did a quick google of the hashtag um grma on twitter um before friday uh, i think um so if you've been obviously you're listening to this on a friday but if you actually were googled what i did was i googled the hashtag or i searched for the hashtag on twitter i'm googling on twitter i sound like an old man um you'll have noticed um you probably would have noticed that it's a damp squib i am um, did the search on, a, on a, as i a, uh, on it on tuesday i'm recording this on wednesday uh, so it goes up for friday of i i looked at the first 200 tweets with that hashtag and none of them were tweeted by primary schools not one and um, there were a handful of secondary schools that are certainly seemingly getting excited by this i i, I you know fair enough um, but the rest of them uh, rest of the, tweet, the rest of the tweets were retweets of uh, the RT preview that the Air Corps did um, of you know GRMA with a bunch of kids you know it's not it's not taking off um, but as I, as I promised we're coming to the end um, one very interesting omission from this group leading the campaign is our very own union and um, The INTO are strangely, now I'm recording this on Wednesday, um, are very silent about GRMA Day. You know, I have, there's no tweets about it, there's no press releases about it, I haven't seen anything about it. And perhaps by the time this podcast goes online, they may be promoting it. But for now, as I said, they're, they haven't mentioned it at all, which is kind of interesting to me. And, and perhaps they saw the reaction last time they went for one of these kind of, appreciation things and I don't know if any of you remember the flags for frontline workers um, idea that they someone dreamed up I don't know um, but you know and they realised anyway the INTO have obviously realised this isn't really a good campaign to get behind or, or perhaps they rightly uh, could have seen the backlash it was going to garner but do you know whatever the reason you know INTO I'm going to say gore of thanks for not supporting this. Isn't that mean? It is mean. I'm sorry, that's not nice. I'm going to, I might rephrase that. I think they were wise and well done to them for being so wise. Look, I don't know. Maybe this, uh, by the time this is put up, I'll I'll have egg on my face and, you know, maybe I deserve it. Maybe I'm I'm being totally unfair. I do say, look, I see the idea behind it. I get it. I get doing these appreciation days is, could could be seen as nice I hope I've sh- I've sort of explained why I think this particular thing isn't doesn't seem to have you know gained any traction really um you know that this isn't you know when you when you organize thanks for people it has to be done in a certain way it has to be genuine it has to feel good it has to do something more than what it is and there's just something very empty about this um, and I mean I, I just I know that these organizations are trying their best to think of something. You know, to think of something to keep spirits up or something like that. And I get it. I mean, I actually think the intention of this is good. The problem is, you know, when you're in these positions of power and you're not talking to the people in the ground, the people on the ground are asking for help. They're, ask, they're not asking for thanks. We're, doing, we're just doing our jobs in really difficult circumstances. It's not fun being a teacher or being a principal during COVID nineteen, it the, the, the love and joy, well, the, not the love, the joy of the job, is diminished by all the different uh, restrictions, all the different ways we have to keep away from each other. Our staff rooms are just empty. There, there's no you can't. I mean, gosh, you know, like we can't even sing songs for for the for the various winter festivities. You know, there's just it's just not joyful, and you know getting thanked you know when we when we're just we we don't want thanks you know maybe that I, I maybe maybe it's a different thing maybe i don't know i don't think so i'm still sticking to my point really but you know just being thanked with nothing it just doesn't seem like thanks it seems very empty it seems like it, it's gesture politics, isn't that what I mean? I, I've heard that phrase before, and I think I, I liked it when I heard it uh, mentioned before. And it, it's just gesture politics. I don't think there's a meaning behind it. I think perhaps yes, the people that thought of it thought, oh, you know, let's have a let's have a GRMA day. That sounds cool, and but they're not You know, there's nothing more to it. And, and there needs to be more. To it. There needs to be a promise that they will work harder for their members. There needs to be a promise that they will do whatever it takes to ensure that we get through this and that we get through this with our with our health intact. No one is feeling good right now. Everyone is feeling really lousy. You know, it's it. it this is December is supposed to be a really happy month. I'm 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 speaking to teachers all around the country, and people are down, really down. And yes, some of that's COVID related, but mostly. You know, teaching is not the job um, it needs to be. They're doing brilliant in the class. It's so tiring being a teacher at the moment because you're trying your hardest to make it as special as possible for the children. And, you know, to get patted on the head, I think, may be the problem here. So I suppose what I'd suggest, really, um, for this GRMA day is maybe next time where, you know, you want to do something, uh, for teachers for principals for people working in schools is maybe um, think a little harder think about what we want maybe talk to us ask us what do you what what do you want what is it, what would make your job easier and then listen to those answers and maybe have a little bit of a fight with the uh, department of education maybe have a little bit of, like make demands and, and and support us because we're there we're here and we we want we want to be positive um people in your organizations we want i don't want to be someone given out all the time it's no fun for me either and um, to 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 spend my time uh ranting and raving about this sort of stuff but i am as as i know and i i'm absolutely aware that this podcast is has some level of irony because um I am actually using the opportunity not to thank these people who've created this thing. I'm actually doing exactly the opposite and I suppose I'm keeping the cycle going uh, about people in power having no other option but to thank themselves because people around them just constantly give out about them and I am obviously one of those people right now. Look, um, there are my thoughts on GRMA Day. I, I I don't know if they make sense. They're probably, look, it's just garbled thoughts perhaps. Um, you know, I, I will say for for at least trying I suppose you know I think that's fair enough I don't think anyone could say the IPPN, the NAPD and all these gang did this to, to vex us and vex us it may but the intention behind it was good so you know I will say thank you in the end to um, all these guys because um, they're mainly guys who are leading these organisations but, um, but I will say thanks to all the people from those organisations for at least intending to do the right thing And um, I hope uh, that your efforts aren't completely uh, for nothing. Um, And in the same way, I hope that our efforts as teachers aren't for nothing either. Thanks very much, or should I say, gore magh.